Welcome to the Total Boss Podcast, and I'm your host, Cristiano Green, a podcast where we talk about finding fulfillment through self-development, being a leader of your own life, and getting the most out of it as well. Tenacity, originality, talent, authenticity, and being legendary. It's all about living your best life. Hello, 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 all you Total Bosses out there, and welcome to another episode of the Total Boss Podcast. I am your host, Cristiano Green, and I'm a mindset coach working for gay men, helping them to build up their confidence and find fulfillment, freedom, and fortune in all areas of their life. Now, this week's episode, I wanted to really jump in and talk about the different stages of coming out and how it can play a big part in not only that experience, but experiences going on in life. Because um, as many of you people um, know, many of you gay men know that we don't just come out once in our life. We come out many, 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 many times, right? We come out to sometimes every single person we meet from the time that we come out for the first time till, you know, moving forward. And sometimes, um, you know, those experiences go really great for us and sometimes they don't. And, you know, before we come out, there's a kind of, you know, a number of stages that we kind of go through that kind of can be difficult for everyone um, to come to terms with, right? So, you know, the first stage comes down to denial, right? Denying that we are gay. You know, we've got all the thoughts in our head. We go through the process feeling different, knowing that we're different, but denying it. And I know for myself, when I was growing up, I was so far in denial. I was literally repressing all of my feelings. I couldn't even, you know, look at myself in the mirror and even say the words that I am gay because I was in such denial of it being a thing because I just certainly did not want to be gay because, you know, at that time especially, it was really quite difficult for for people that wasn't really it wasn't acceptable it wasn't um legal of course and you know it was really difficult to even come to terms with it myself so denial is really such a, a difficult stage and it can be one of those ones that people go into for you know decades depending on their situation so and I know people that uh, I talk to in my business that people have been in denial of uh, being gay for so many years and they only took them to really later in life when they were able to truly accept it instead of denying those feelings for themselves. Now, the next stage um, that people go through when they come out is anger. So being angry about being gay, treating it like it's a really fucking unfortunate event that is irritating or frustrating, you know, and, you know, it, it does come with a lot of anger because, you know, you start to fucking think, well, what, what's wrong with me? Why have, why is, why has something happened? Why am I different? Why can't I just be normal? Right? So you go through all of this anger, um, towards yourself and that can play out in so many different ways, right? So, you know, if you're angry at yourself, of course, when, you know, you're around other people, that anger will come out in different ways. I know that um, when I wasn't ready, I was still going through the process, um, my sister actually once asked me if I was gay because um, she had a gay friend in school and for some reason he'd maybe come to my house and met me and, you know, he said um, to my sister that I was gay. And so she asked me once and I remember remember just getting so angry about it. I was still in denial at that stage. And just the thought of someone thinking that about me 
made me so angry because I worked, I tried to work so hard to just pretend that I wasn't, you know, I was always pretending to be straight, pretending to be normal, pretending to be not seen actually, you know, and to have my sister ask me, um, because one of her friends said that I was, or he, he thought that I was, made me so angry. And I remember just like sitting in the car with her and just really, just really losing it, um, at her in, in that moment. And so I know that the anger does come and play a big part. And I just remember being angry and wanting to not really be around people because sometimes I couldn't control my own anger or I didn't want to, because again, you know, if people found out or asked questions or made assumptions or looked at you in a certain way, it would make you angry because, you know, you hadn't fully accepted it yourself. You're still in denial stage. And then there's that anger level that comes through. So that's kind of the stage two that comes through when people, you know, come out as being gay or, or, or the process of coming out, right? Now, the next stage is the bargaining stage. Now, this is about really thinking that there is a way to convince yourself that you're not gay. You know, you really try to put off the coming out process and you really try to pass off as straight. So it's really about you just trying to be like, look, you know, these are just thoughts, you know, everyone must have them. Uh, you know, this is just me. I'm, I'm of course, no, I'm, I'm not gay at all. No way. There's no way in hell I'm gay. You know, of course, I, this is just a, a phase of, of thoughts I'm going to go through and, uh, I'll, um, I'll find a girlfriend, get married and have kids, blah, blah, blah. You know, that the stuff that people go through when they're doing it for themselves. And I know for myself, I really, you know, would often have conversations with myself because we all do. We all talk to ourselves, right? I just remember telling myself all the time, like trying to be like, look, gosh, like every, every time I would think about something or have a thought about it, you know, or notice something where, you know, that would maybe arouse me, I would just always be trying to bargain with myself and try to shift it around so that I personally wasn't thinking um, myself as gay. And so I would even when I was coming through through my first stages of experimentation, I was always bisexual, still, you know, never, never gay. It was just that level of me being bi because I never wanted to admit it or own it. And it was just a phase that I was going to go through. You know, I'm testing out my sexuality. I was young, you know, blah, blah, blah. But in fact, you know, I was always gay, you know, I was never attracted to women. But again, it was this, the bargaining process or the, or the bargaining stage that really had me thinking and processing and trying to, like I said, talk myself out of being gay. And of course, you know, that can happen for, like I said, to, for gay men for many, many years, decades, right? You know, like I said, there are a lot of people who go down the path of getting married and having kids only to come out really later in life or still, you know, still spend their whole life bargaining because, again, they don't want to fully admit it again. So, you know, all of these stages, you know, not everyone gets through to the next level, right? And, they, and you'll see that there'll be a lot of people that hold themselves off in certain stages. And, I can, and I'm sure, you know, you can uh, understand that there'll be probably a lot of people that would probably stop themselves in this bargaining stage, really trying to keep talking to themselves, keep telling themselves that they are straight or bisexual or that, that this is that. And, you know, these are just urges and they keep, like I said, holding themselves off from really meeting their needs for love in the way that, you know, they were meant to meet them. But again, holding themselves back because they've caught themselves up into a life where they just don't think they can get out of, right? And so, again, some people do this for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, even more, depending on that. Some people their whole life. And like I said, it'll hold people back from truly being able to get through the stages to, you know, to the final ones, which um, is acceptance uh, there. But next stage after bargaining comes down to depression, which is fucking, you know, the most awful stage for the whole coming out process, right? This is about really becoming sad, upset um, about thinking 
about all of the challenges that you're going to have about being gay. You know, how much harder life will be, the loss of an easier life as being a straight person, and all of the possibilities of people rejecting them or discriminating against you, you know. I know when I was coming out, this I was in a, such a deep depression with it. I honestly thought that everyone was going to hate me. I thought my family was going to disown me. I felt that, yeah, what all of the thoughts that I was thinking about myself were true. You know, I thought that I was worthless. I thought that I was a loser. And I thought that I was nothing. And so going through this stage was the most difficult for me. And it made me isolate myself even more. Because again, I didn't want anyone to even consider me being gay, which is why, you know, earlier on, I got angry, because there's that depression that comes along with it. And really, you know, if you think if you've ever, you know, um, so many people have gone through this this process would understand what it's like to truly struggle coming out and really understanding how difficult it is to think that, you know, if you told someone about who you really are, that they would reject you, that they would stop loving you, that they would disown you, that they would hate you, right? Now, I can imagine for many people out there that it was a hell of a lot worse than it was for me. Um, you know, when, when it came to reality, like for me, like I had a very, very supportive, loving family who, who didn't have any problems with it at all. They just wanted me to be happy, but that didn't stop the fact that I still thought that it was going to be the opposite way around. You know, I still thought that it was such a problem that it was wrong and it was such a difficult thing to process that it held me back from doing it for many, many, many years. Right. You know, I was 21 when it came out and for some people that's very young still, but also for a lot of people that's quite late as well. Right. And you can imagine probably some of the actions that I would have done. You know, I was still living in my in my family's home. Uh, I would literally hide away in my room all the time, you know, crying or literally listening to music, trying to pretend that I was straight or whatnot or trying to figure out how I could, you know, get through this. And that depression stage was there for a number of years, right? And it led to a lot of dark times, a lot of dark thoughts, a lot of really difficult moments for me. And, you know, and I know it's, like I said, so difficult for so many men. This is probably one of the toughest stages there. And again, not everyone gets to this stage because, again, people go, you will stop at the bargaining stage and try to live a normal straight life. But getting to this depression and really realizing all the things that can happen to actually realize that, you know, you could lose people that people are going to judge you and how much harder it's going to be for you being gay than it is to being straight. Cause you know, you, like I said, you've got to work twice as hard to get half as much sometimes when you're not in the uh, majority. Right. And so being a minority, you know, it can be so much more difficult because you know, there's a lot of people out there who, who, who weren't accepting of it, especially back then. And of course it's gotten better, but it's still nowhere near equality at all for, for the LGBT community at all. Right. And this is not just in my country or any of the countries that that I live in, but there's some places where it's fucking even worse for people where they can be killed and murdered and, you know, even worse attacked and, and, you know, locked up and imprisoned and all of the different things that can really happen to people for being, you know, different. So I know that for me, I'm, I'm, I'm only coming from my perspective here, but I also know how much worse it can be. So for people there, like there is serious, even more serious, um, things that can happen in life when you, you know, if you have to even come to terms with admitting that you are gay. So really hiding in the closet is, is a massive depression because, again, there's fears and fears and fears and fears and fears and fears and fears 
around all of the things that for some people are really a reality. And so for me, for those people, I have my heart going out to those people because how much um, more difficult it would be. And so for those people who do come out, even in those situations, I have so much respect and strength for those people that they would do that even in the face of all of those adversities as well. So this, this stage of depression along the journey is probably one of the hardest hardest stages of course because again may, many people may not get out of this stage and you know some people end up ending their life right you know suicide rates are so much higher in the gay community and attempted suicide and, and uh, suicide is one in ten gay men will will attempt it right which is huge right so those numbers are high because of this level of being in depression you know this is why depression people are you know three times more likely to be depressed if being in the gay community and have anxiety, right? Because you're living in fear all the time. So these things create anxiety and fear and depression around that as well. So this is just really quite the stage that people get to. And the final stage of acceptance is probably one that not every single gay man will ever get to, right? Some people don't reach a stage. And, you know, of course, it's the stage that obviously brings out the the light from the darkness and you get to you know move past the pain but it still doesn't stop there right accepting that you are gay is that part for you to start living life on your terms where you can start to accept yourself as who you truly are accept yourself as being okay and being right and being you know loving and being deserving of loving and being worthy right accepting of all those things will take you to a whole new level right and then it starts the level of of healing to 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 move past all of those stages of coming out as gay that really can really play effects on gay men's life which is why you know i do what i do and i work with gay men because again not everyone gets to the the stage of acceptance and at that acceptance stage is a beautiful powerful experience but again like i said there's so much more work to be done even just by accepting it because you still have to fix and heal yourself from all those past traumas of the whole coming out experience and again no now i know that these days for some people the coming out experience is a lot easier so they may not have had to go through each stage so deeply but it's still an internal battle that you have to face and come uh, come up against because again you may have your family that loves and uh, accepts you and maybe you know you've been able to come out to them from a very young age but you know not every single person in your life that you meet is going to be so accepting and so loving and so kind right so this is why this stage is also one of the hardest ones to really really truly own because again as gay men, we don't just come out once in our life. We come out every single time we meet someone new. We come out to all of our different friendships, all of our different family members, all of the different people that are in our life. And sometimes, again, not everyone's going to be so accepting of that. So really going through these stages, can you can move up and down sometimes because, again, you might be so open and so willing to communicate and share all this stuff with your family because they love and accept you but you might have say you know some grandparents who are maybe religious or, or, or not as accepting of it and to come out to them might be a completely different experience and you might meet some people in your workplace and some of those people may not be accepting of it and it might be difficult for you to come out to them so for you you might have some more issues going up and so like I said it's not just just the one time that we ever come out and so this is why this this whole coming out experience plays such a pivotal point on people's lives because it really does affect people and how they how they live their life it causes a lot of depression causes a lot of anxiety 
And these issues continue resurfacing because, again, there's so many times in our life that we have to come out as gay men. And so growing older, meeting new people can be amazing, but it also can come with a lot of challenges as well, which is why, again, I do what I do to help gay men to really move past all of this trauma so they can really, really, really honestly get to that level of acceptance where it doesn't matter who you meet because you owning you is what is going to allow yourself to to not be judged because when you don't judge yourself for who you are, no one else can judge you for it because at the, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter, right? But again, that acceptance is really a difficult process to get to fully because again, of all the different times and experiences where we have had to come out or where we will still have to come out, right? And sometimes again, it's not like you're, you're officially coming out to someone when you meet them. But you know, I know how, I don't know how many times I've, I've had conversations with people and people have to ask me that if I'm gay, right? It's a conversation that people want to have with me. And you know, obviously I don't care talking about it. You know, I'm proud of it. It as part of who I am, not only who I am, this one part of it, but it shouldn't be the conversation that is defined by me, right? So me, me getting asked because people want to make assumptions and want to find that out. Well, that's about what they want, right? It's not necessarily about what I want to talk about. But like I said, people get intrigued. So having to come out and have that conversation, understanding that you don't know what everyone else is thinking or feeling can be really difficult. And, and I can see how, you know, it's played out in my life before, in the past and how, you know, working through those traumas and healing my past from all of that has allowed me to get to the place where I am today, where I truly accept myself and I have no problem with my sexuality. And like I said, I wear it as a, as a, as a badge of honor. It's a part of me. It's not the only part of me, but it's something that I say, look, I'm proud to be this way because look how much um, love I have in my heart, how much I've had to overcome and how much strength I've had to build up that these are gifts that I've been given because of all the adversities I've had to overcome. So like I said, I look at all of the heartaches, the bullying, the, like I said, the depression, the anxiety, the suicidal thoughts, the addiction issues that I've had to suffer because again, in these areas, you know, when it comes to, 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 to the stage of coming out, this is where some of these things are formed, right? Because dealing with depression, people go to alcohol and drugs to try to, to relieve some of that pressure and pain, right? And, you know, like I said, sorry loves company. So if you're meeting other gay men who are in that same stage, drinking and drugs with those people can allow you to connect to them on a level of sorrow, but also then allow yourself to work on having, trying to have fun in a different environment. So like I said, there's so many things that happen to gay men because of this experience. And it's not about them being gay. That's the problem. It's about society's views of being gay. So that's the big thing that I want people to understand. Being gay has never been the problem. It's what other people in society have put on us, which is why it's been so hard for us to come out. Because again, straight people never have to come out as being straight, right? You know, white people never come out as being white. You know you're white, right? You know you're straight. You know people who are different races. You can see those things. But for someone who is on the, when it comes to their sexuality like that, or even gender when it comes to people who are, you know, not necessarily comfortable in the skin they were born in, or, or they aren't, you know, from that, that, that body in their, in their, in their mind, right? They, they have to struggle because there's an internal battle first, which they have to go through and come out internally, which is why it's such a difficult process for people because coming out is an internal battle that sometimes really plays a part in, uh, in a lot of ways. So that's really what I wanted to talk about today. And I really would love to hear any comments that you might have about any of the stages of coming out. So we've got denial, we've got anger, we've got bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And really think about this honestly and go, where am I at? Like, am I really, truly, fully, 100% accepting of it? 
Or is there still a part of me that I need to own and come to terms with so that I can truly have a much more fulfilling, happy, and free life? Because, you know, once you can accept yourself as who you are, how much more freedom do you think you'd have, right? So that's really what I wanted to share today. So I'd love to hear any comments that you have about where you are, maybe some of the struggles that you've had. I'd love to hear you. You can connect with me in the comments below. You can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. I love hearing from you guys. And I really appreciate all you guys who have commented in the past, shared me questions or your viewpoints, because it really just makes me um, continue the conversation. So let's continue the conversation. Um, and yeah, I'd love to, to love to hear from you. So I'm going to leave it there, guys. Um, I'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening today. And always remember that you have got this. You have so got this. And I've got you. Take care, guys. Catch you next time.